Hello everyone and welcome back to lesson 241. Now this is the beginning of the next little section of 10 lessons that's preceded by one of these what is pages. And this what is page is what is the world? And that seems like such a crazy question as so many of these do like of course I know what the world is. And it says actually you have no idea what the world is. <laughs> and so it precedes the world is false perception. It is born of error and it has not left its source. Obviously the part of our minds that are confused. It will remain no longer than the thought that gave it birth is cherished. When the thought of separation, that's the thing that's cherished, has been changed to one of true forgiveness will the world be seen in quite another light. And one that leads to truth where all the world must disappear and all its errors vanish. Now its source is gone and its effects are gone as well. Now at first you might go, I think that sounds terrible about the world vanishing. That sounds like a big nuclear disaster of some kind. No, we have to be reminded that the world we live in is an appearance. It's a hallucination in our own minds. In fact, in the teacher's manual, there's some little section about the world and what's going to happen to it and so on. And it says, the, or how, I think the question is, how does the world end? And it says, the world will cease to seem to be. In other words, nothing destructive is going to happen. Quite the opposite. If the world is a false appearance right now, as we keep changing our mind and it gets cleaned up and more cleaned up and more cleaned up, and then poof, it just ceases to seem to be just like we wake up from a dream. The world was made as an attack on God. It symbolizes fear. And what is fear except love's absence, just like dark is the absence of light? Thus, the world was meant to be a place where God or love couldn't enter and where his son, all of creation, could be apart from him. Here was perception born, that's seeing and hearing and feeling, because knowledge could not cause such insane thoughts. Remember, it makes a big distinction about this course is to clean up perception and not to go beyond it, and that knowledge is beyond what can be known in our current state. But once we get perception cleaned up, we're really close, and love itself takes the last step. But now, eyes deceive, ears hear falsely, mistakes become quite possible because certainty has gone. We're all wondering what is and what isn't so. The mechanisms of illusion have been born instead. Those are eyes and ears and so on. And now they go to find what it's been given them to seek. Their aim is to fulfill the purpose which the world was made to witness and make real. They see in its illusions but a solid base where truth exists upheld apart from lies, yet everything they report is just illusion which is kept apart from truth. In other words, the mechanisms of illusion, our eyes and ears, look around to make ourselves right. And since we know that the world is a mirror of what's going on internally, the eyes and ears are always going to find what they're looking for. 
As sight was made to lead away from truth, it can be redirected. Sounds become the call of love, and all perception can be given a new purpose. I want to see things differently. By the one whom God appointed Savior to the world, follow his light. Whether you call this the truth or the Holy Spirit or Jesus, all is the same thing. Follow that light, see the world as he beholds it. Hear his voice alone in all that speaks to you. And let him give you peace and certainty which you have thrown away. But heaven has preserved for you in him. Nothing is lost just because we're not paying attention to it. So let us not rest content until the world has joined our changed perception. In other words, we see everything as speaking of love and not of fear. That's the way perception needs to be changed. So we're not going to be satisfied until forgiveness has been made complete. And let us not attempt to change our function. We must save the world. For we who made it must behold it through the eyes of Christ, that what was made to die can be restored to everlasting life. Okay, now we will go on to the specifics of Lesson 241. This holy instant is salvation come. Notice that this is spoken always in the present tense. And you might say, well, it hasn't come yet. Well, never speak of these things as if it's in the future, because it will always remain in the future for you if you do that. Always speak in the present tense, because that's what's actually so. And when it says this holy instant, that's that moment when you experience the only now there is, where it's direct, specific experience and not thoughts about past or future. Past and future are thoughts. That's thinking. That's not experiencing. In the holy instant, I experience. So what joy there is today. It's a time of special celebration, for today holds out the instant to the darkened world where its release is set. The day has come when sorrows pass away, pain is gone, the glory of salvation dawns today upon a world set free. Set free, obviously, from my grievances. My grievances are the things that keep things in prison. This is the time of hope for countless millions. Don't forget, we are all countless millions of expressions of the same one love. They will be united now as you forgive them all. I begin to see them as what they are. Everything is all part of the one unified creation that we are collectively. For I will be forgiven by you today. Obviously, I, in this context, refers to the author of the course. Okay, you might say, why do I need to be forgiving the author of the course? Well, if you see anything as separate from you, which most of us agree we would, then that is, in a sense, a grievance that we must let go of. In other words, if I decide I will not see myself 
as separate from the holiest, most beloved of all. I'm that also. And then our little prayer, we have forgiven one another now, and so we come at last to you again, Father. Your Son, who never left, returns to heaven and his home. How glad are we to have our sanity restored to us and to remember that we all are one. Now, when it talks about returning to heaven, remember we didn't go anyplace. The only thing that's happened is that our awareness, our attention has been drawn to someplace else. That is not a crime. That's simply a mistake because when we take our attention off of what's true, we frighten ourselves and then it's down that slippery slope. We think other people are responsible and on and on and on. Okay, please remember that this is the beginning of quiet time where you drop your attention that's now fastened on all those other so-called outer things. Turn your attention to being aware of this truth today. Have a quiet, beautiful practice and we'll gather back here tomorrow. Goodbye.